Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mr. Chairman. Sorry, I'm getting in trouble with my IT department. I'm ready. Good afternoon, everybody. Good to, good to be here for the Mid-Month Meeting of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners. Uh, thank you for coming. Thank you for those who are listening to us out on Facebook. Uh, I am hearing from you that you are tuning into our meetings and that you find them informative. So that's a, a good thing. That's a good thing. But it's a team effort. I could not do it without this team that sits on my right and my left. Sure. They're my absent today. Um, that absent without notice, but absent because of notice. We do expect maybe Commissioner Frazier to step in just a little while. So, Commissioners, good afternoon to you. Good to see you all. We had kind of a busy week with activities last week, too. Uh, so, we counter continue to grow, and um, there are good things going on. We're happy to report that to our citizens. Um, Mr. Brown had the medium and properly advertised. Yes, sir, had. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this time, we're going to stand for our prayer and pledge of allegiance. Mr. Mosley, can I? Yes, sir. Default to you again, please, sir. Yes, sir. Good to see everyone tonight. Let us pray. Most kind, benevolent Father, we thank you for all your bountiful blessings that you bestow upon us on a daily basis. We ask, Father God, for your divine insight as this body deliberate on the business of this community. Father God, we thank you for being merciful for us and lowering the numbers, and we pray for those who are going through with COVID and other illnesses and diseases. These and all the other blessings we thank and praise you for. For us in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, sir. Mr. Brown informed me that we have a visitor from ACCG. Mr. Michael Quinn is here. Good to have you, sir. Hello. Please do. <laughs> Thank you for being here with us, Mike. Okay. Uh, proclamation and recognitions, proclamation for Ahmad Arbery Day. Okay. Ms. Thomas is not going to make it, you think? She said she would. She would? All right. Well, let's maybe come back to that then, if we will, then. If you don't mind, Mr. Trent Long, we'll move on to your report. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. If I should have a copy of uh, our status report, I know you've had to look at it. There are a couple things that I do want to kind of point out or uh, let you know what's going on. Uh, most of them are on the second page. Uh, the payment marking package is uh, ready to go out for bids. It's about $140,000 worth of uh, striping. Um, most of it falls within District 3 and District 1. Um, we, I met with uh, Kim McLaughlin this afternoon trying to make sure that we have the funding targeted and identified before we put this thing out for bid. But uh, once we've done that, with your blessing, we'd like to go ahead and take that one out for bid. Um, the uh, Miller Park Recreation Park improvements, we have had the uh, pre-construction conference with the contractor, and they're uh, trying to get everything rolling. They're going to be, their start date is March 7th, um, so they'll be starting to move things out there. They have already ordered their pipe, but there is over an eight-week delivery for the pipe for that job. So uh, material things, we're trying to get the materials before we start to count their time too badly against them. So try to get ahead on materials and order and everything. What is that start date now? March 7th. Okay. Yes, March 7th. 
um, and Palm Drive. The guys are substantially complete on that. The, uh, there are a couple of manhole rings that uh, we've had to wait for the extension to come in, or they have. And as soon as that comes in, they'll be through with those jobs. Um, other than that, I'll kind of open it up to questions that you may have or things. And the, uh, we'll be opening bids here uh, in like a week and a half on the gum branch. On gum branch, yes, a week and a half? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Chairman, I have one question, Trent. Yes, Trent, on the, over on the, um, the Point South Drive, are they going to... Um, the contractor is going to be responsible for fixing the road shoulders? Yeah, they're supposed to be out there doing that today. Okay. So I'll touch base with Andy to make sure that is finished, but that was my got, uh, We, we had got a call, um, told them it was under contract. So um, If you would pass the information along, um, which resident may be. Okay. And I'll make sure that we double check that area for you and make sure that it's covered. Yeah, uh, Mike Davis is, um, he has, he knows Andy real well. I think yeah. he, he's been um, talking to Andy about it, but um, I just wanted to mention it. That it, when I went there, <coughs> maybe Tuesday, they, it was. Still had a lot to do, I think. Yeah, still had a lot to do. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> but anyhow, I'll double check on that. Okay. My information that I got was that they're, substantially finished on that but if there something something's not right on it that you see that I need to do or take care of Gary please let me know okay because uh, I think we finally have their attention um, I'm sorry I was trying to start go down the list again mm -mm. I'm not sure how much of a hassle it is but you know I know on Palm and Drive I haven't seen a splash sign uh, yes, if we can't remember that when we do these projects so that citizens have been know this well, Lost dollars at work. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Especially um, since we're nearing that season again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Fraser and I have already uh, put in a request for that uh, several months ago or months ago. So right. I'll mm -hmm. double check on where that was or kind of on what Palm? happened there. Mm -hmm. Now I understand that it was. Right, they do. But uh, they, they said one was Palm. up, Palm, but I, I didn't see it. Right. They 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 put it up at uh, Palm Man Point South, but I remember. Years ago, I requested that, that we updated our our spots. Is it the signs. same old sign? It's still the same old signs. I, I don't I don't know where our. Well, we changed to some new ones. So I'm confused as to why they'd use an old one, but I'm gonna double check. Right. I'll find out. Absolutely. Yeah, so we made some new ones if you remember. Right. Yeah. And Trent, last thing on a track lane, uh, you know, we're going to restart that project, and I'm. Yes, sir. I, I put it back in the queue. Yeah, I saw it, but. Um, I, I just need to get with you, and I'll, I'll give you a call. I want to know um, how far down we're going. Are we going all the way to the track, or are we just going? Well, I think uh, you and I probably ought to get out there and yeah, write yeah. it because yeah. I have that same question. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, you could see where the where the road stops, but I think it actually is supposed to go all the way to the railroad track, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see how far we want to go with, yes, the, sir. And, with, the, with the project. Yes, sir, and, and you know there's no right-of-way for it, so everything gets going to be getting right-of-way. Right. And one of my real questions too is, I need to get all the way to the railroad ditch to get rid of that water. Right. And so that's what I really need to talk to you about on okay. it. Just kind of get our boots on the ground. And look I'll, I'll get with you. We, we maybe not this week, but you know, yes, sometime no, right. before the next meeting. Yes, sir. Okay, great. All right, sir. Sir. Thank you, my friend. Uh, I think I'm next. Anyhow, let me hang tight. Yes, you are. Did we need? Excuse me. Did we need to approve the bid? 
On the striping? Go out to the striping? Yes. If you would like to go ahead and tell me to go ahead and put it out once I have the funding uh, identified, I'll be glad to do that. I don't, really, I don't think you need a motion. We we'll just go ahead and instruct him to put that out. That's go ahead. I'm okay. Saying. Okay. Thank you. That's good. Uh, Mr. Lyon, what about the tree hill? That's the next. That's where he's going next. Mm -hmm. All right. Make sure. Yeah, that's why I didn't mm -hmm. cover as part of my report. Mm -hmm. Sorry. It's got a separate. <laughs> Is that why you left the E off tree? <laughs> I did? <Ink> is... <laughs> I thought it was a new drainage project. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing you can count on is that I do not know how to spell. Okay. All right. And I'm not going to catch a spell on this stuff. Okay. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but just, just make it There's up. There's a lot of other things I can do, but spelling is not one of them. Okay. Make, make up for it in your presentation, sir. There you go. All right. So on Trade Hill Road, um, we have everything worked out for the uh, easement for Trade Hill Road. Uh, $2,500 for the drainage easement. I just need to get you guys approval for that $2,500 expenditure. Need a motion? Yes, sir. Chairman? Yes, sir. Let's get this on the road if we can, Commissioner. Chairman, I make a motion that we uh, <clears throat> allow the $2,500 for the easement on the Trade Hill project. Second. Motion and second that we approve the $2,500 cost for the easement at Trade Hill so we can get those folks some relief before another one of those monsoon rain comes again. Don't start ringing. Now, Mr. Chair, <clears throat> Mr. Long, yes, when sir. we go that way, we want to clean up. Islands Highway. Oh, yeah, sure. Clinton and I have already talked about different things that we need to work on. Down Islands Highway, up Trade Hill Road, and down Fort Morse Road. Now, what kind of back... Is this going to put any pressure on Stevens Road? No, sir. Not at all. put any pressure on Stevens Road? No, sir. No, sir. This, this water won't even go to Stevens Road. Okay. okay. All right. Motion and second. All in favor, raise your right hand, please. <clears throat> approved, sir. Start that tomorrow. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. I appreciate y'all's help. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioners. Uh, we're honored to have in our presence our very esteemed coroner today. He will come and bring us his report. Well, good evening. Good evening. assistant coroner. He's telling he's going to pass out some, just some numbers for him. We go from last year that we put together, and I know y'all have been asking for some numbers. Thank you. <clears throat> you don't? All right. So I think, um, first of all, I said good evening, but I think that we sent an email like a few, like a few months ago. Just want to discuss, first of all, about the concurrent jurisdiction on Folk Stewart. Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of explain that a little more in depth. Me and Mr. Brown had already talked about it, but the concurrent jurisdiction pretty much gives us the, the, the right to be able to work on folks to it as far as cases are concerned on folks to it. Um, they used to have a pathologist on folks to it that was doing all the cases on Stewart. Uh, that pathologist retired. And so when the concurrent jurisdiction came about in 2015, it just gave us the actual right to go out and actually work cases on folks to it, like contract services pretty much. Um, based on Title 45, since it's in Liberty County, then it's our responsibility to make sure we take care of, of those deaths that happen in Liberty County. So that's how the concurrent jurisdiction came up about. So it's not that we are uh, members Brown, we do not, it's something that is, <laughs> how would I say, obligated, Mr. Brown, or how they, it's not something that we're mandated as far as folks Stewart is concerned, um, but because of Title 45 is the reason why we go on folks Stewart with our concurrent jurisdiction. 
So, and, you, and what we was telling you, Pat, that was the numbers from last year, in the case that loaded we had last year. Um, and we got them all broken down um, into folks through cases, natural deaths, um, the homicides, suicides, you know, the actions we had. We undetermined. We still have about, and that's not pending 15 now, we have probably about 10 pending cases left. Uh, those 10 pending cases are cases from last year um, that are mech examiner cases that we don't have a cause of death yet. So those cases are still pending. So they're they not been signed out on yet. So they're still pending. Um, and also coming to front of the commission tonight, I want to come before the commissioners to ask for a position to be moved from part-time to full-time position. Um, I have dep my deputy corners all are making same amount, uh, which is like $14,400. Um, they're making a actual a month. I mean a year, I'm sorry, a year. I uh, want to move one deputy coroner into a full-time position, which would be additional $20,600, which would be equal out to about $35,000 a year um, for a full-time position. Um, and so I was coming to the commission in front of that tonight. And, of course, to answer any questions or anything that, you, that the commissioners might have at this time. All right. Give me the numbers again for the, the salary numbers again for the deputy yeah, right now, right now, the numbers each each one is drawing fourteen thousand four hundred dollars a year. And how many? That's twelve hundred dollars a month. Okay. Um, I have uh, three deputy corners. Okay. So the proposal is to have a one full time deputy corner, mm -hmm. which that she's already making. Or they are making fourteen thousand already. Mm -hmm. Just add the additional money to that to equal up to thirty five. Okay. Uh, which is like twenty thousand six hundred dollars for that one full time. Okay. Yeah. You said you got three now. Three now, yes, sir. Okay. <clears throat> you want to take one and make them full time. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then keep just the two part-time, correct? Yes, sir. What is proposed is probably eventually the one part-time is going to go back to a uh, per-call basis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. hey, man, that, that would just be for, I, I'll just look in, um, the budget year ends in June, right? June 30th? Mm -hmm. June 30th. So that'd just be for the remainder of the year? Mm -hmm. So that wouldn't be? What did you say? What was that number? No, it, it it'll be over the whole year, like next year. But I mean, it wouldn't be that much this year. What what what? Right, but but ne next year you would put that in next year's budget, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, it'd be next year's budget. But if if you wanted to do that now, it'd just be the be difference of now for the remainder of this budget year. Yes, sir. Okay. Which is not twenty thousand. No, sir. No, sir. It'd be it'd be. In, I'm sorry. It'd be in the next year budget. The whole the whole amount be in the next year's budget is what it'd be. But this year it'd be just like a prorated version if, of it. If, right. if it's approved, it'll be in the yeah. budget. Okay. Yeah. But do we but, need but, but you, you you're asking for that now for the remainder. Yes, sir. Yes, that's for the full time now, yes, sir. And then whatever the remainder would be up until the new budget comes in July. So we we need to do a budget amend amendment? Does Kim need to bring that before us for a budget amendment? I don't to think his? you'd need to do or that just now. If you want to go ahead and, and authorize that, I mean, mm -hmm. we'll prepare a budget amendment if necessary. I think we'd want to yeah. wait to make you. sure that, I mean, there may be enough. Right, 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 right. That's why, okay. Yes, Has Kim okay. given you that blessing, sir? Yes, sir, yes, sir. Um, so she, she, yes, she is. Um, the main thing was just to, for the position to be approved. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then we're going to work out all the details all as right. far as the financial-wise. Mm -hmm. um, okay. But just giving you a number, that's about the range of numbers it's going to be in. Okay. Okay. Mr. Pierce. Yes, sir. All right. Right now, this is February. Yes, sir. And you're already at? 28. I know there's no way. I mean, that we can project. We hope it stays low, but you know how that goes. We 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 had ten calls last week. Um, just ten calls. Ten calls last week. Mm 
And um, right now, where the numbers are running, if they keep running the way they're running, you'd be probably somewhere about 250, a little bit more for this year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, since you're giving that information, so the 10 calls last week, what was the nature of those calls? I'm just trying to get a feel for the. Most of them, I think, were natural tangles, natural. Most of them were natural, natural, natural deaths. Okay. I think we had one. Um, I think we came back with one accidental, uh, accidental overdose mm. of fentanyl, mm -hmm. um, and I think it was uh, one. No, we had a suicide last week. We had a suicide a couple of weeks ago. We had that one on the interstate. That was the, uh, <clears throat> the two, the double. Double fatality, I don't even say. No, single. Single one. Oh, single one, another insight. Yeah, that was, that was in January. Okay. Yeah, that was in January. Yes, sir. Just trying to get the feel for what's going on okay. on the streets. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, thank God the um, our COVID numbers, <coughs> numbers I gave from last year, um, they were probably a lot more numbers that were not positive that we didn't know anything about last year. But those are the actual numbers of the ones that we knew were actually positive when we went into the residence. Mm -hmm. Okay. Chairman, that number's a little, probably a little south of $8,500 for the rest of the year. I mean, it's okay. usually benefits. Okay. And it is not okay. really significant. All right. The chairman, you point out, too, that they have already developed a job description for that. Mr. Pierce worked with Mr. Mosley to do that, so mm -hmm. that's already been done and returned. And so there's a position already created there. Okay. Okay. All right. Chair, right. uh, take a motion. Yeah, I make a motion that we go ahead and um, allow the coroner's office to have a full time. One deputy corner full-time. Second. Second. Commissioner Free, do you have another question? I heard you. I didn't mean to cut well, you off. Right. I, I appreciate it, Mr. Chair. Uh, just for Mr. Pierce. Uh, so so the, these numbers for, for suicide for, for last year. Yes, sir. Uh, was this including Fort Stewart? No. Right. No. But this year. Those are just in the county. Right. But this year, we have the, those those numbers, correct? Yes, sir. All right, I, I was just making sure. Yes, sir. I, I, yes, sir. There's some of the numbers that you see, Commissioner Frazier's on the um, in the folks to cases from last year. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Some of those some of those cases were what we how we grouped them is we grouped them all into like hospital cases and actually cases that we actually worked actually on the installation. So, uh, for example, like if we have somebody go to Win Army and pass in the emergency room, then we have to go out. Um, last year, most of them were actually dependents mm -hmm. that were like living here with other. Soldiers or their spouses or family, um, and they pass in the in the housing area on Fort Stewart. Okay. Um, most of the what happens with Fort Stewart, if there is a soldier, actual soldier, um, we are notified about every death on Fort Stewart now. Um, what we do is, if it's a soldier, we turn the case back over to Fort Stewart. Once we get the information, we turn it back over to them for them to handle their investigation. Okay. Um, they just give us information, pretty much. Um, but the actual cases that we're involved with are actually um, dependents and oh, the civilians. Okay. So, so even if it's a soldier and, and they give us that, that information, I, I know it won't go down as a, as a statistical number, correct? But it, will, it will for us. We, 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 we give everybody, if we call it on a case, we make, us, we make a number for it. Yes. That's, that's what I, I was getting at. Yes, because, uh, and, and can you do me a favor, and I guess for the rest of the board as well, yes, because... Uh, I think it's important for us to keep a number, uh, keep a close eye on the suicide mm -hmm. uh, rate and also with the drug overdoses. Okay. Uh, because just like you said, especially with this fentanyl going around, uh, I, I want us to be more in a, in a preventive measure, you know, focusing on, on mental health and, and all of that. So 
if, if you could keep me abreast of, of those numbers, gotcha. I appreciate it. Yes, sir, no problem. Yeah, we, we, uh, we will be meeting, up, I think, coming up soon with, um, we've had a meeting with folks do it about some of their, um, with their behavioral health. Absolutely. And, and some things out there, folks do it. Um, so we're going to be actually interchanging some statistics wise to see what, um, because some, we have not had good, how would I say, um, as far as getting information, right? Um, we've not had a chance to get their like behavioral records and everything, right? So we've been constantly working with them. So now we're going to have an access to get some of the behavioral and records, I, and I appreciate. So that. we have access to know what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. Right, and then for us to to see what we could do on the Liberty County side, you know, okay. for for that, because I mean these, these are real issues with suicide and with with accidental yeah. drug overdose or overdose yeah. or whatever you want to call it, yeah. and and you know a lot of people. Don't want to think that it's in their community, but it's everywhere. It's everywhere. So whatever we could do to to help rectify that or, or help support, I'm I'm all in on that. All right, no problem. Thank no you, problem. Thank you, sir. My teachers that come and try to give a report as as, as long as y'all let me on the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> I try to give I try to give a report maybe every six months or so, Absolutely. you know, just to just or, kind I of mean, give an update off earlier. If you stay right. in good with Kim McLaughlin, you can come on. Yeah. <laughs> or, or email me, call me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I can because yeah, because it is it is it's getting to a point now where it really is. Um, and these numbers, I, I I would love to see these numbers start trending back down. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um but with the with the with the housing and influx of people and and Liberty County has grown, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and I don't see the numbers going going back down. I see. I'm, I'm happy to report too that I've been in contact with Miss Melanie Pass from the school system. The school system has a very concentrated effort too to work with behavioral health in the school system. They are really concentrating on that. So, you'd be proud to hear that about the school system. They're on it, you know, yeah. because yeah. this becoming a real issue among our students and you know in our schools of all age levels. Right. All age levels, and and that's the worst is it get to be the teen suicides, yeah, and and that was for bullying and and other things, but you know you never you never hate to see it. I mean you don't, you hate to see that. Yeah. Right, right. You yeah. hate to see it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. The motion seconds on the floor. With lots of he uh, healthy discussion. All in favor of the motion to approve the full time uh, deputy coordinator. All right. Motion passes. Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. I have a question for him and Mr. Brown, real quick. And Mr. Brown? Yeah, but two. Ha have they had time to get ready? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Transportation. Yes, sir. Are you, do you have a county car now? Are you still using your car? Or Mr. Brown, is he eligible to get a car out of the first, I mean, uh, internet, I mean, enterprise? I mean, we certainly could. If we can get them, certainly you can. Okay. <laughs> That's the problem with getting them, but yes, sir. I would think so, whatever the board wants to do there. Well, I, I was going to say what I, what I have um, what I have been doing is been using my own vehicle. Doing mileage. Um, and the, um, you have the option of charging, of course, mileage, but I don't charge mileage. Um, it's only I get fuel. Um, I don't charge the mileage to the county. That's why your budget stays so low. Well, you know, that's why when I can come and hope and come in front of y'all, you know, y'all be you know, very gracious, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, but I mean, I just, I just try to be very um, as conscious as I right. can. Yeah. When it comes to funds, because I mean, I'm a taxpayer too. 
Um, and so I just try to be as, as lenient as I can and still try to be as effective as we can. Right. Okay. Great. Well, we but appreciate a, but, it. A, but a vehicle would work. I mean, you know, I can get that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I was trying to figure this out. Are, are, you, are you turning down the vehicle? No, 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 no. I think, I think as much as y'all want. I mean, that's good. Uh, but I mean, I've just, I've just, I had, I did have one before and, um, it was the old Crown Vic, um, that I returned back in, turned back in and, and I never really requested anything after that so mr brown could we look into that yes for me we probably find him another crown of lick i was gonna back, say but it's, you know, <laughs> probably the same crown vic right <laughs> yeah wait ems got that one <laughs> i'll be glad to get with you so it's available what you want. Yeah. No problem. No problem. Thank y'all. Mm -hmm. But it will affect your budget, sir. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Cardinal. All right. Hasn't been affected in years. All right. Yeah. Binary report. But the growth. CBB and Chamber. Movie time. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> Picture time. Good evening. Good evening. Our biannual report. We usually come in January, but unfortunately I was ill then, so I was not able to come. So we pushed it to February. So I like to tell my stories with pictures. Um, just to show you some of the fun stuff we've been doing. We do try to, might be seem silly to some folks, but fun stuff to keep the community engaged and happy and people um, upbeat. The, on the mm. left is a billboard that actually ran this past summer um, all over Hinesville, Liberty County, um, just showing people downtown Hinesville and places to mm -hmm. shop. And on the right is just some of the silly things that we have fun doing in our office. Um, since we've been before you last, we did have the 17th Annual Blues, Brews, and Barbecue um, in downtown Hinesville. It was very interesting to see because obviously COVID was still um, important, and not that it's not now. But people separated themselves, stayed in their family groups, sat with the people that they knew, didn't get close to each other, were masked. So it was a very safe event. We had about 3,500 people come out. Um, vendors ran out of food, so it's a good problem to have. Uh, Mr. Garrett, sure enough, he ran out of food. Um, <laughs> on the right-hand side is actually a new beach towel, and I think you might have one that she just handed to you. Yep, the beach towel. Yeah. Um, they're really nice. They're sandproof. I see. Yeah. So the sand doesn't get in um, get in them. So just some of our new stuff that we have. We also had a business fair and job expo with the chamber. And we um, had a groundbreaking for the Cohen Behavioral Health. I think the chairman was there on Memorial Drive. Mm -hmm. um, and then in August of last year, we had a little bit of an accident. Um, one of the large pecan trees at the Bacon Fraser House, a microburst came through downtown Hinesville, 55 mile an hour winds. And it happened to come right through our property snapped a pecan tree in half and totaled my car and our work truck. So that was, and part of the carriage house. So it was very interesting trying to come back from all of those things, but we have very good insurance. Um, we also had our food truck festival in October, another no tables and chairs, trying to make sure that people were conscious and aware of COVID being a real thing. But we had 6,000 people come in that five hour time span. So very popular, food trucks ran out of food. We are having another food truck festival March 26th and October 22nd. We decided since they are so popular, we're gonna do two this year. Um, our, our March one already has 26 trucks signed up. This last one, we had 16 trucks, so 10 more there. We co-hosted Celebrity Bartending um, to support Carpathia Paws and their cat neutering and spaying program. 
So we raised about $2,500 to help spay and neuter cats. Um, it is a catch and release program, so they have them fixed and then they turn them back loose, but that keeps the feral cat population from continuing to grow. We do things like Paint Liberty Blue, which we did in October, and we um, helped organize Downtown Gives Back, where local businesses agreed on one day to give all the money, they or 5%, not all the money, 5% of the money they raised back to Unite Away to their Backpack Putty program, which feeds almost 700 school children a week in Liberty County. Um, they raised $1,200 to give to the Unite Away. Just some screenshots of some of the things that folks have said. Um, you guys probably recognize Pastor Hayes and his wife, Opal, just how nice it was to return to normal um, and have the food truck festival and see people out, but behaving in a safe manner. Um, the folks that came out to Blues and Barbecue that we, some of the entertainers, they just put on Facebook how well organized it was and how welcome they felt in our community because they weren't from here. They'd never been here. We, um, and then that top right is Jason with Hog and Bones, who's their um, regional catering manager. He just said how much he likes getting our newsletter because he knows at a glance what events are going on and what events Hog and Bones can get involved in. Christmas Parade, we did have a Christmas Parade this year, it was our, or last year. It's our 25th annual Christmas Parade. Again, very popular, almost back up to full level of entries. Um, we're a little under 100, we're usually a little over 100. So very nice. We also continued with our Liberty Loves Teachers program, where we go to a school um, every month and we give the teachers and staff and faculty some little gift item that a local business um, donates. So the one in the top middle was actually caramels and apples. So something silly, but something that makes them feel like our community values them. And a lot of times our teachers get a lot of that attention, but the faculty and staff do not. So we want to make sure even down to the janitorial level that everybody felt the appreciation of our community for the amazing job they do keeping all of our kids safe. Um, we put our Santa mailbox out and that lady over there wrote about 300 Santa letters in response um, to all the littles. So just some pictures, we cleaned historic markers. We had to do that in October of last year instead of May because of COVID. That's my son, who was also one of your interns last summer, um, helping clean historic markers. The picture on the far right, so Liberty County Sheriff's Deputy, he's actually on the cover of our magazine this year with his canine. We did an article about the canine program. They're very gracious um, and very nice to work with. We also co-host a lot of the exhibits that happen at the gallery here downtown in one of the buildings that you guys own. And one was with the Huntsville Fire Department. They had a turkey coloring contest um, and they anticipated they were gonna get a 40 or 50 um, recipients. They had over 600 children <laughs> turn in turkeys. Um, so we had a lot more fun than that than I anticipated we were gonna have uh, and making sure that they all got installed. Um, Let's see. We celebrated with our hotel staff for Housekeeper, International Housekeepers Week, and took gifts to all the hotels to give to their housekeepers just to celebrate the great job that they do. And then the bottom left, uh, the county, or sorry, the Liberty County Development Authority, the LCCA, the Liberty College and Career Academy, and our organization, we started an economic development for educators program that kicked off last month. And there's 30 teachers that are enrolled in this program to learn about economic development in Liberty County so that they can better educate our students. Um, there's three sessions. We're leading the tourism session to talk about all the tourism opportunities, but also film opportunities for our students. I mentioned Food Truck Festival. Um, we also have a group of students at the Liberty College and Career Academy who are doing mini marker movies. 
So they're doing eight movies based on historic markers in downtown Hinesville. One of them is at the historic Bacon Fraser House where our office is located. So I went and chatted with students about the history of the house so they would have some narrative to put behind it. So we're looking forward to see our video. The College and Career Academy did start a film program. So this is one of their first projects. The far right, we kicked off Simply Liberty again. We had stopped due to COVID, um, but we decided to uh, start that again. So our live cooking show that we do on Facebook and Jody and Lee Smiley were some of our first guests. And then Pastor Hayes and I did it like last month. We were in the bottom right. Um, unfortunately, Opal, his wife was sick and he still wanted to do it. He can't cook. So he made me cook <laughs> so he could be my sous chef. Just some of our Facebook posts that have done really, really well. So you see that one on the far left that had an organic reach of almost 5,000 people. And that was a pretty early screenshot. So that means we didn't pay for that um, kind of traffic. One on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, food Truck Festival did really, really well. I'm just announcing that we were having another Food Truck Festival. And a lady was like, why are you not doing this sooner? Um, somebody else commented and said, why don't we have one every month? And I said, because I, I need to live at some point and sleep. Um, we also restarted our um, table tent program. We had put that on hold during COVID. Um, so we print, we are printing those table tents again, 800 of them every month. That's that far left picture to go in local restaurants and doctor's offices and nail salons and the airport and all kinds of places. So people know what events are going on. We reprinted bro or made new brochures since we've been before the last time about shopping opportunities. Uh, and then we've been having a lot of contests on our Facebook page. So that's what that far right is. If you haven't been to the cozy bean in Midway, it's Midway's coffee shop. So we've got some gift cards from them and our, um, our tea towel and paired them together and did giveaways. And you can see how well that did 4,100 reached again, without having to pay for any of that kind of traffic. We also started our spouse tours again, and these folks are on the steps at Dorchester Academy. They really loved learning the history there. And we really loved telling them we've gotten kind of discouraged again because of COVID, um, at the attendance at spouse tours. But we had one lady, I don't see, Miss Gail's at the top right. Um, she's the French general's wife that's um, out of Fort Stewart right now. And she really, really loved the spouse tours. And she told me I wasn't allowed to cancel them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that she was going to get uh, our attendance back up. So she has done that. And the last three, we've had big groups of people. We just had one this week. Um, we actually staged a luxury picnic for them on the grounds of the Bacon Fraser House, and they absolutely loved it. And then we also um, did a field trip for our Liberty College and Career Academy advanced um, photography students. I serve on their advisory board, and they usually take field trips to Savannah, um, but they're not allowed to do that right now. Um, so we organized a field trip for them around Liberty County, and we sponsored that and had that hosted for them. I took them to the Smoking Pig and got them lunch. Most of them had never been there. And you can see the kids laying on the boat ramp. He just thought that was the coolest thing. He didn't know there was coast and water in Liberty County. Oh, people don't? Yeah. So we had a good time educating them and letting them know what there is available. Oh, I think I pushed the wrong button. Okay. Film, um, A Jazz Man's Blues, which is the Tyler Perry movie, is supposed to air in 2022. Um, that is on Netflix. We already have worked on our second film permit for 2022. Um, most of you probably saw all the filming that took place in Midway um, for Cave Dwellers, which is a working name um, in front of Midway. And then we had a safety meeting yesterday 
for another film that's coming at the end of March. So very excited. The newest one that we're working on now is a $4.4 million local impact. Um, it's a $90 million production. And then um, an episode of The Excursion aired in August of 2021. Some of the grants that we've been able to apply for or are applying for, and then some accolades. I was selected as the Martin Luther King Jr. Observance Association Community Service Leader for 2022. Mm. I was also accepted into a program called the Georgia Young Game Changers. Um, just made that age cutoff. Uh, <laughs> But it's a leadership action program. Get it while you can. Yeah. I'm very excited about being a part of it. I was asked to be a speaker at the Georgia Downtown Association Conference. I celebrated, celebrated 11 years on the job, and Desiree celebrated one. And that's all I have, unless you have questions. Um, I guess maybe I'm a little lost. Is This was the chamber or the CB? I just combined them both. Oh, you just combined them both. Yes, sir. Okay. I was I, I was getting a little. Yeah. We're all kind of intertwined anyway. The only dedicated CVB staff person is that young lady right there, Emma. Most of the rest of us were part-time, one and part-time the other. Okay. Any other questions? I do like your new lettering. That's new since yes. last time I was here. It looks really nice. Thank you. Yeah. Upgrading. Thank you. It looks nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're upgrading. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watched some of the uh, live streaming of the city of Flemington meeting where you were talking about the hotel motel tax. You might want to, this commission, well, let me not speak for the full commission. My thinking was that when we approved it here, that Flemington had already gone through the process. They had already approved it in 2018. Yeah. They yeah. did not have their resolution written and okay. signed. Okay. And that's what they were talking through is the language of the resolution. Okay. okay. So they have voted. They, again. Okay. Or on the language of the resolution, whatever, however you want to say that. Okay. Hinesville City Council. Yep. Yeah. And Hinesville passed theirs today. Okay. So everybody now. Everybody is. All right. All right. Okay. Good to go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Going. Okay, sir. Uh, we will excuse Commissioner Gillett for another event. Um, let's see. Let's, let's hear now for, uh, I've been getting some phone calls from um, citizens of broadband, especially citizens of East Liberty County. So I put in a call to my friend Mark Bolton at Coastal EMC. I know the EMCs are, are looking at that. And I know it's mm -hmm. part of the governor's plans too. So Mark put me in the very capable hands of Mr. Chris Fettis. Fettis, and he's here today to kind of bring us up to date on where Coastal is with that. So good to have you. So welcome to the World Town meeting. Um, about there to kind of show you uh, where we're at, where we're going, and I wasn't sure how well you could see it, so. Mm. Appreciate it. Hey, all right, thank you, sir. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, we just lost one. Okay. Uh -huh. They come back, I'll get one. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, just a quick overview of what Coastal Electric is doing. Um, Coastal Electric has always had a, you know, a goal of high reliability for our coastal uh, members. So, part of our reliability isn't just, you know, aluminum wire and steel wire and copper. It's also communications. 
And so we've been deploying fiber optic cables to our substations for a few years now. And it's always kind of been our intent that, you know, once we hit the substations, what could we do next to communicate with our devices? So, uh, yeah, we decided that uh, we were going to, in conjunction with this um, broadband opportunity that came to the EMCs as a result of uh, Senate Bill 2 from a couple years ago, that this was the time to go ahead and start deploying fiber all the way down to the meter, to the side of the house, right? So this primarily is a smart grid deployment, but with fiber optic cables, I mean, you can do so much more than just read a meter if I'm gonna bring fiber all the way to the house. And so we designed the system in a way that not only can we read that meter and communicate with our devices between the substation and the meter, but we can uh, provide gigabit service to the customer, the member. And so that's where we're at. We've been designing, it's been, you know, everyone who's been through the, trying to initiate a project during a health pandemic <laughs> knows the challenges of resources and uh, just trying to stay fully staffed as well as leveraging um, you know, all your uh, partners, whether it's consultants, whether it's your uh, material suppliers, et cetera. So um, we created a wholly owned affiliate, Coastal Fiber. Let's see the pointer. There's our new logo right here. Some of you may have been to the uh, public announcement down at the coast um, over the summer. Uh, we partnered with Darien Telephone. So, you know, Coastal EMC, we're going to build what I would call the backbone or the middle mile or the, you know, the real fiber infrastructure. Um, but we, we don't have any experience of um, bringing fiber into the home and setting up routers. You know, we'd have to hire staff and diversify our workforce to do something like that. And then, you know, Darien Telephone is just right down the road, and that's what they do. So um, they're good people to work with. We've, we've been having a conversation. We've done joint construction projects with them in the past. So here we are. We have a partnership. So they will take the fiber, you know, from the meter and into the house in the name of Coastal Fiber. So they would kind of act, we kind of have a support agreement between the two companies. All right, so um, this is really a four-year plan, but we're going to try to get it done in two with uh, labor and materials permitting. So you can kind of see phase 1A. This goes down Highway 17 and from Riceboro to South Newport, and that's going to be our tie with Darien Telephone. There's going to be an enclosure down there at the county line, and our fiber is going to splice onto their fiber, and that's going to bring that uh, broadband access to the World Wide Web up through their gateway, right? And then, so that's, that has to happen first before we can do anything. And then um, we're going to start basically at the end of the line and work our way back. So you'll, you'll see um, these other phases of one. Phase one was kind of big, so we just kind of broke it up into uh, smaller parts. So you can see uh, Colonel's Island, Sunbury, and we'll be working our way back. Phase two, you see, will be uh, um, 196 and Homestown. This is still part of phase one here, which is uh, you know, Lewis <coughs> Frazier. And um, then phase three, which would be kind of like your Limerick Road, Lake George, Isle of Wight area. And then phase four as we uh, go down 119 out to Allenhurst. Currently, um, we have built this section right here. So we have made this connection from Riceboro down to South Newport. We haven't spliced it all together yet. So that's the next step. So while this main backbone, if you will, has been built, and they're waiting on the splicers. You know, they've already gone down Sandy Run and Retreat 
and they're working their way to they can start until they can head over to Trayport and start building down Islands Highway. So the idea is that um, the crew is here and uh, if, they, if they work faster than we think, then we might be able to do a four-year project in two years, but we're not letting them go. <laughs> and it's uh, Kennedy Broadband Construction. They did some work for Canucci. Uh, I believe they're out of Glenville, Reesville area. Mm -hmm. This young lady is yeah. on the board at Canucci. So, mm -hmm. so you, you might be familiar with some of the work. I am. They did some <laughs> yeah. work for uh, help building that network path that we have from EMC to EMC headquarters all the way back to Atlanta. So what's your, what's your, your timeline then on, on doing the splicing with Riceboro and South Newport? Which, what's your best guess on when you have that? Well, we've already been talking with the splicers, and what the splicers like to do is they like to, they don't want to mobilize in until they have, you know, a good amount of work. Mm -hmm. And so once they, uh, I'm expecting that they'll be here in March. Okay. And then, so you can see that we have, you know, this is all kind of crystal ball stuff because, mm, uh, but what we're hoping is, so this corridor here by April, um, we'll be able to uh, bring service to the customer, okay. to the member. And that's the Riceboro, that's the Riceboro area? That's correct, sir. That's from Riceboro down to South Newport, that Highway 17 corridor there. Okay. Mark, is the, um, so the... Yes. Mark? It says Mark on the agenda because um, Mark, Mark was the okay. initial <laughs> contact. Okay. Yeah. Mark a little bit tall. But I am Chris. I, I haven't introduced myself. I'm sorry uh, if you don't know me. I'm, I am Chris Fettis. Yeah. I've been with the co-op for 15 okay. years. Yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah. But I just want to make sure, is, is Darian there feeding, they'll feed your whole grid? They'll light it up, yes. That they'll, um, from Darian, Okay. So we're all learning new, you know, fiber terminology. We all have our electrical terminology, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, a, for like the fiber version of a substation, it's called like a fiber hut. You'll see like a communication hut that are kind of like uh, already pre-made and you drop them in with a crane, pour a concrete pad for them, and that acts as the substation. So you could bring just like two fibers into that hut mm -hmm. and then you can split it out thousands of times. Kind of like the transmission coming into a substation and then the distribution goes out. Yeah. I like to make a lot of electrical analogies. Well, that's what we know is electric. I heard you talk about splicing, right? Uh, I'm over here. Yes. Yeah. Dimly <laughs> lit. I know, yeah. Mass mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. Uh, whenever you're dealing with, with the splicing, uh, every time you splice, is it going to lose some type of uh, connectivity? Or how, how does that work with the, with the splice? Oh, so, yeah, decades ago, whenever you would fusion splice. Yeah, I'm old, splice, so I, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you do anytime there's a splice in anything, right, whether it's metal wire or right, right, fiber right. the cable, there's going to be a little bit of a extra impedance. It's not this straight path wire that was built at the factory, mm -hmm. right? But the splicers today, um, those decibel losses are almost negligible now. Okay. I mean, I, the reason why I, I'm not just asking for this, I'm asking for, I, I have a business over in, in Savannah, mm -hmm. and they told me my internet is terrible because of splicing. So I did. Yeah, it could be a, a copper network. I don't know. Right, I'm just taking notes. I'm just taking notes <laughs> over here. Yeah, because, and, and just like you said, I know, I know in the past it was that, you know, the, the more that you, you spliced off of any type of connectivity, 
you lost a little bit. So right. so you're saying now. It's this button on the side for silent. But yeah. But uh, I, I I know uh, yeah. just like you said. So so now substation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you call it the fiber hut. That's right. Two going in. You said thousands could go out. That's right. So off of those thousands, they still have to splice off of, of those as well? Yeah, you, you can split a fiber. I think right now they have equipment. You can split one fiber 64 times. Okay. Um, but that doesn't mean that's how we're designing it. I'm just saying that's the capabilities before you have losses. But I guess what I'm saying is inside that fiber hut would be your electronics. Okay. And that's where all the lasers are. So, you know, once you come into that uh, fiber hut, um, you can be communicating on the backbone, right, going back to the source, or you could be communicating out towards all the broadband customers. Mm -hmm. And then you'll have a, that customer will have, you know, a fancier router in the house that, that you could buy at Best Buy, because mm -hmm. it has to be able to take fiber optic cable right. into that router. So it'll be a special router. And it has its own version of lasers. Sometimes they're just like powerful LEDs, but and it'll shoot light back towards the fiber hut. And so everything's traveling at the speed of light. Yeah. Right, but it but still wouldn't that still deal with the connectivity from the from a distance? If what 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 I'm saying is if if I live 20 miles away from from the hut and mm -hmm. someone lives 5 miles when they have a better connectivity rate than me. But well, now we're going to get into the theories of relativity and Einstein and I, I, I'm, I'm just uh, right. wavelengths and light. Yeah. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so light, speed, and distance, you know, really isn't a factor until you kind of get to a you know kind of a yeah okay universal scale. Be better than what they got now, I'm sure. Right. Right. Yeah. But 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 light doesn't you know five miles, twenty miles. It, it doesn't make a difference. Doesn't differentiate okay. between the two. Because what I'm told, when I, whatever they have now is dropping the signals, they tell me kids are having problems doing schoolwork right. and all that kind of thing. It's those all are, getting ready to change. Those are the calls I'm getting, so I'm happy to hear you say that. So I, I happen to think, I said, I, I have, I, 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 we got the uh, invitation to your announcement. I didn't get to make that. But I have been watching the news. I know the governor's been working on it. I know the EMCs have been very involved in it. So that's why I said, let me just call Mark and get an update on that. So the rest is history. That's why you're here. So I'm glad to hear where, where you are in the process so we look forward to We've been looking forward to this, too. It's been a long time coming, uh, lots of planning. Yeah. You know, we started this process really even before the Senate Bill 2 was clarifying yeah. that the EMCs could do this. Yeah. But, um, but here we are. Yeah. So, so Mr. Chair, mm -hmm. this will actually help out the uh, Head Start building that we're building in Riceboro and the Riceboro community and the Long Reach community. Yeah, they'll be in phase one. That's right. They are in phase one. Now, I mm -hmm. will say that... Um, Right now, the EMC has a, a reason to build to our meter, right? Mm -hmm. the EMC don't have a real reason to build to a Georgia Power meter. So we have to, you know, layer that in as, um, as we build out. You know what I mean? But the EMC member is going to obviously get the first priority. Oh. Mm -hmm. But if there's okay. obviously, um, like you said, that new building. Right. Uh, yeah, those are the type of accounts we want, want to serve also. And we are designing the system to serve all households along the way. Okay. Well, sure, it just makes good sense, good business sense. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. A capacity, right. volume. Drive. That's right, the more the better. And, yeah, you know, right. it's going to, 
Anytime you uh, make this kind of investment in the community and you bring a new technology, yeah. I mean, yeah. we envision what's going to happen, but there will be those pioneers out there that will be d able to do more with this connection, whether you're working from home or schooling from home or virtual reality that's coming next. I mean, you know, we probably haven't even thought of all the things that are yet to come. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, it is. On, on that side, because that's where yeah. all our new development is, is going mm -hmm. anywhere. So it, it'll help with our economic growth. Mm -hmm. Timing is right, sir. Timing is right. <clears throat> yes, it is. Timing is right. And thanks for the class on splicing. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I took notes. Listen, man, you almost need to have a, 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 a. I learned. Look, I, I, I took notes. You almost need to have a. a we have a little workshop later, right? <laughs> uh, having a, a splicing ribbon cutting. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, so keep keep us posted, you know, with, with Mr. Brown on when that. Oh, yes. Joey yeah. and I will stay in yeah. touch. And, um, yeah. I'm sure we'll make some kind of, you know. I would. Splash advertising splash when we connect that first yeah. customer. Are those folk are waiting. Those folk oh, are waiting. I know that they're folk stopping by the cruise and talking to them. And are they <laughs> giving them cookies and water? <laughs> right. Well, we've launched a uh, website where they can s sign up and go ahead and pre-register. Okay, so we can they? determine a level of interest. And okay. I think within a week we had over 500 people. Wow. You know, okay. It's kind of hard to get people to put in their information anymore, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Name and address. And mm -hmm. We had over 500 in a week, so. Okay. Mm. Good job. We can help with that. Let us know. All right. Thank you. Let's know. All right. Thank you for coming. All You're right. Welcome. Thank you. Have a good evening. Give, right. give Mark Thank our you. best. I will. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Since I'm moving fairly well, um, uh, I see I'm, I'm holding oh, okay. her. I'm holding her. <laughs> Chief Darby, come on. We will. I don't wonder what's this. Hmm? It was his birthday yesterday? Yeah, his birthday was yesterday. His birthday boy? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> While he's coming to it, I know he's going to talk about the contract. My bad, I called it. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is an item that was in his budget for this year, so it's uh, the funding is available for it as he goes over. Okay. All right. Good evening, Commissioners. Um, I'm coming before you to ask for approval to enter into an agreement with Palmetto Fire Apparatus. We did enter in an agreement back in 20. 17 we utilized them as a pilot program uh, while we were trying to bandage some fire trucks as our department was getting up on its feet um, at this point we are trying to truly enter into a maintenance contract with them uh, one huge benefit that we have found with this company is they will be doing all maintenance when i say all literally 98 percent of any repairs to these fire trucks at the fire station um, your oil changes, your air filters from changing out headlights, spark plugs, all that stuff is done at the fire station. Uh, there is a very small percentage and actually we have one vehicle that is already up at their, their shop um, that kind of had some specialty work and they were really the only company around that could do it because the fire truck no longer, man, fire truck manufacturers no longer in business. So they're having to do fab work. Um, but that fire truck is headed up there and it's suspension work. Um, but as far as dropping pumps, um, Commissioner Thrift, I'm sure you remember a couple years ago, we had a fire truck sitting out in front of Gum Branch with a mm -hmm. pump drop down. That was actually the same company. They do everything right there at the fire station. So it, it does help out. Um, this agreement will cover everything from bumper to bumper, tires to ladders um, on these fire trucks. So it's our certified EVTs, it is our pump testing uh, technicians, it's our engine mechanics, our transmission mechanics, you name it. And if they can't do it, they have their own vendors that turn and feed into their source. 
Um, they are based out of South Carolina. Um, so there are some fees in here as far as travel charges and whatnot. Outside of contract, those prices are a lot higher. Inside of contract, those prices are a lot less. Um, with this agreement, I do ask that we renew this on a budget financial year basis. So tonight, I'm asking for approval to run from March 1st through June 30th. June 30th. And then um, come sometime in June, I would uh, turn and propose to Mr. Brown to either through him or through y'all to renew this lease or this agreement again from July 1st through June 30th of 23. Or, or it just becomes a part of his budget request yeah. for the new year? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right now, you're only looking at what, three months? Yes, Four sir. Months? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. okay. right, any questions for Chief? I don't nope. have any, Mr. Chairman. I make a motion we approve. I'll second it. Motion we'll second. Maintenance agreement. We approve the agreement as presented. We've been told that. I appreciate it, Commissioners. Thank you. Funds are available. All in favor? All right, sir. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, you Brian. Good to see you yesterday at the City of Hinesville's <laughs> groundbreaker. Yes, sir. I'm out and about all the time. Yes, you sir. Are. Had to hold the county up. Had to hold the county up. <laughs> and, uh, 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 Mr. Chairman, he's just getting, he's picking up some notes for our fire station. Yeah, I don't blame him. Oh, I don't blame right. him. <laughs> All right. Green Space Administration, can we do that? Yes, sir, real quickly. Uh, this is just a renewal, also budgeted, Adam, with George Alabama Land Trust to monitor the green, mandatory green space conservation easements that we have in the county. Year-to-year mm -hmm. uh, -year renewal on that agreement. They do uh, mm -hmm. two reviews per year, if you're a member, and furnish an annual report. And I'm happy to tell you that all areas that were in reservation or conservation status are are in compliance this year. Okay, Mr. Chairman, I make a motion we approve Green second. Space Conserver Program. Did I hear a second? Second. Motion and second, we approve the Liberty County Conservation and Green Space Program. Any further out. discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. Those opposed? Joy, I know in the past they used to come present to us every now and then again. Yeah. Um, that, and I can get them to. That's not a problem. I'm not just. I just thought about it has. It's just been a while, but not that there's any. If nothing changes, then there is no need. For that. If no, no, the good news is nothing changes. Okay. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right. Um, before we go to Mr. Brown's uh, report um, in our audience today, we have Ms. Lisa Thomas, Mr. Marcelo Page here. Uh, Ms. Thomas uh, made contact, and so did uh, Commissioner Stevens about the upcoming. Ahmaud Arbery walk that's going to be held. So, Ms. Thomas, have you come to the podium just present yourself and just give us an overview of how this all came to be, and then we'll do the proclamation, please, sir. Excuse me. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Chairman Lovett. Of course, my commissioner, Mr. Stevens, and Mr. Frazier, Ms. Threff, and everyone else. Um, Saturday, um, February 19th at 10 a.m., we're, we're having our, our second annual Unity in the Community Ahmaud Arbery Memorial Walk, Run, or Jog, <clears throat> excuse me, at James Brown Park. And first of all, I invite each and every one of you all to attend. Um, as you remember, Ahmaud was killed on February 23rd of 2020. Um, it was horrific. And we had a, our first walk was made 23rd of 2020 and ever since then we've been in touch with the family we have close ties with the family <clears throat> excuse me I'm going hoarse um, I, I know the, the mom and the dad um, and they just kept in touch 
And I told them how Liberty County was such a unified community and how we came out for him that we're going to have another, another walk in his remembrance. And they were thrilled. And then I reached out to uh, my commissioner, Marion Stevens, and from there I went to um, Chairman Lovett, and then some of our leaders of, the, of our community, um, Dr. Pamela Scott, the First Lady of Baconton Missionary Baptist Church, Hermina Glass-Hill, historian, of course, our very own representative, Al Williams, just as godfather, <laughs> you know, um, Pastor Hayes. It's just been uh, just wonderful. Uh, the city of Hinesville, everybody has just been thrilled and honored to participate. So Saturday, we're having the walk. And the best part about it, his dad and um, aunt and a sister will be in attendance. The mom, Yvonne, won't be able to make it because of the federal trial that's going on. Sometimes they hold the trials on Saturdays. And she's wore out, to be honest. Yeah, she, yeah, she <clears throat> she's is. wore out. But we're going to give her our blessing and let them know that they're in our hearts and in our minds. And then when I, excuse me, and then when I, I reached out to Commissioner Stevens and, and then spoke with um, Chairman Lovett, you guys just amplified the unity that we have in our community um, by helping us, you know? You know, Liberty County has so many awesome residents, awesome people, that after you have the awesome people, you get awesome leadership. And for you guys, I just have to say thank you. <clears throat> I mean, you guys are great. So thank you, and please come out and um, be with us. Get some steps in. Yeah. Thank you. And let me say this before we do. Uh, Mr. Brown, you have a copy of the? I do not, sir, but I'll get it and read it. I'll be glad to. Um, <clears throat> I'm a believer in grassroots organizations, and ever since I've known you, you've been a grassroots person mm -hmm. who's been busy trying to make the community a better place. So we appreciate you know your work, and we certainly join in this effort. But I just know that you do other efforts besides this one. So I just want to appreciate you for being a community activist. I guess they would call you. Uh, you didn't just you could just either sit down and just enjoy <clears throat> your your own time, but you're always out doing things trying to make community a better place, so it does not go unnoticed. It does not go unnoticed. And there's a song that says, may the work I've done speak for me. So your work speaks for you, Miss, uh, Miss Lisa. We're glad to have you here today. Thank you. Uh, if you will, while, while he reads it, if you, as Marcelo, come, you come, come, y'all come, <laughs> come and stand, stand right here behind us, come, come on the podium, and in a minute we'll, we'll, we'll sign and take a picture. So if you all just come around. Around, Ms. Thomas. Come around and stand there. Uh, this is a proclamation, Ahmad Aubrey Day. Ahmad Varquez Aubrey was a 25-year-old African-American man whose life was cut short on February 23, 2020. His death has symbolized the need to eradicate racism in this country. Whereas Ahmad Aubrey was born May 8, 1994, and his life ended so tragically on February 23, 2020, and whereas Ahmad Aubrey's life was taken in the act of racism while he jogged, Whereas the nation bore witness to the killing of Ahmaud Arbery, we, the citizens of Liberty County, Georgia, stand united in eradicating racism in our community. Now, therefore, I, Donald Lovett, as chairman of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners, stand in solidarity with leadership and the citizens to proclaim February 19th, 2022 as Ahmaud Arbery Day. We ask the Liberty County residents to participate in the second remembrance walk for Ahmad and come together at James Brown Park in Hinesville, Georgia at 10 o'clock a.m. and walk 2.3 miles with the memory of Ahmad Aubrey in our hearts and minds. 
In witness whereof, I have set my hand in the Great Seal of Liberty County, Georgia, affixed the 17th day of February, 2022. Uh, Commissioner, if you would come in for the picture presentation. Oh. You just grab your side of that. Yeah. I sell a cup. Are we there? Thank you. Thank you for your kind words about our community. Very accurate. That's why we say Liberty County proud. Liberty County, yeah. Liberty County proud. All right. Thank you. You all are welcome to stay. You may be excused. And I'm glad you were here, though, to hear the uh, hear the report on the uh, broadband for for East Liberty County. Yeah. I know you take that news back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know you take it back. Yep. Thank you, ma'am. All right. Administrative report, Mr. Brown. Yes, sir. I, I laid a copy there of just uh, the schedule of events and projects that we're tracking here. Uh, and this is not all inclusive, just this from the administrative side, from uh, finance personnel. Some of those wouldn't dare go through the whole report with you. Just to point out a few on there, um, under finances, splash projects, we have uh, had signaled the mayors that we want to go ahead and sit down and talk to them, not as the official meeting for the splash call, but to go over that and talk about that and lost and cemented government agreements with them. So we're awaiting a date confirmation back from the mayors on that. Uh, we did have a meeting this week, team's meeting with Mr. John Culbertson, who's finalizing the uh, countywide polycarp study for us again. And uh, we expect to have that to present uh, no later than your mid-month meeting in March. So that's coming to you pretty quickly for some decisions there. We're doing a final review on that. Uh, we have taken the CIP budgets in, staff's under review of those now, and you received your 2023 budget calendar uh, a couple of weeks ago from Ms. McLaughlin in there. Uh, we uh, are finalizing with uh, Condrian Associates the uh, living wage study to do that. Uh, we expect to have that also no later than March, middle of March for y'all. I'm sure we'll have it by then uh, and have it finalized for you to consider. Uh, just a couple things on vehicle procurement, um, and, and y'all know this, but uh, we're going to go ahead and review all the CIP offerings for our heavy equipment uh, into the next three or four years. We, we've got some garbage trucks and things we need to get on order. The delivery time for those trucks is about 18 months. Uh, so uh, we're going to go ahead and may fast forward or fast track some orders into the CIP process ahead of time, realizing that obviously you won't get them and have to pay for them for at least 18 months from now. Uh, so we're trying to get ahead of the curve there. Uh, good news is on the ambulance procurement, we got an updated picture yesterday from Custom Works Body Shop, and that is looking good. Mm. So actually they've already uh, got a couple of dates scheduled for Crystal and the assistant and Steve Coleman to go to Custom Works to look those over. 
and be part of that pickup process. So uh, we're we're very anxious to see not only the new logo but have yeah. those units on yeah. the road. Yeah. So uh, so that's good. Um, if you, if you allow me to, I'll come back to those events because I do want to check a date with y'all. I know we've got some conflicts on the commissioners uh, part of that. Uh, under other activities that are in there, uh, I just wanted to point out we are reviewing some family medical coverage options under your Blue Cross Blue Shield plan. As a matter of fact, uh, with Anthem, we've already had an initial meeting with them on that. So looking for some options to help out that and, and actually some new plan types maybe uh, for the commission to consider as part of that process. That's a quick moving target because uh, that actually renews uh, in May and mm -hmm. we have open enrollment that starts in May. So we'll try to finalize that as quickly as we can. A lot of construction projects either in the works or going on. You're familiar with the EMS facility. Uh, it has bid, we've vetted the contractors, the committee has met and scored that. That is coming to you in, also in your mid-month meeting in March, which is great. Um, Joseph Miller Fire Station uh, opens on the 8th of March. So uh, that most likely will come to you for consideration if everything looks good in the April timeframe. Both of those projects, including the EMS project, we were on the phone this morning uh, looking at financing options, and we'll have those to present to you on the EMS station, and then likewise, we'll follow up. Um, we'll get, dare get into all that detail with you tonight as far as possibilities with rolling notes together and some things we've got as we look at the fire station. You're familiar with Joseph Miller Park, the uh, pavilion. I got a note made from Mr. Long to go ahead and let's try to get that back out for bid again. If you remember, it was pulled off the table because of a high cost. Health Department Facility and Voter Registration Office uh, are both in the programming. Uh, they have met with those staffs, met, uh, had initial meetings with both staffs. I can tell you from talking with Mr. Buckley and looking at it, they've already developed the square footage design for those buildings. They now want to go back and have a second meeting with those staffs. We should be scheduled in the next couple of weeks to finalize that um, as they start to do some preliminary sketches and drawings on both of those facilities, uh, which is good. How'd the health department meeting go? They haven't had that yeah, since okay. we talked with them. Okay. That's what I'm trying okay. to push out and get them to go ahead and meet with them. Um, we, we have gone ahead and put the road department shop in the programming mode. Uh, in fact, Mr. Fettis and I uh, from Coastal EMC, you know, been talking about going in and how soon they're going to get that timber cut so we can get that land acquisition done on that side. But in the meantime, that facility programming is moving forward. And I will tell you that um, y'all mentioned it here. We had, we had talked about it already, and I had talked about it with, with Frazier is the ability to go ahead and move mosquito control over there also. And we think there's enough land to do that and try to accommodate his chemicals and all there because his facility, you know, is one that, that really, really needs to be replaced. He's working out of a single wide trailer. Um, only other thing I mentioned for you is the US 84 connector, which stays on track. That We had a meeting on that the other day. They are about 42% finished with right-of-way acquisition on that project. It's due to be complete by FY23, which starts July 1st for the state. So uh, construction is actually, utility relocation and construction is actually supposed to take place in FY23 for, for the state of Georgia. Do you have any drawings of these two projects, the 17 and the 119 project? Uh, we got some player, I sure do. I'll get Mr. Long to send a digital to you. Okay. Uh, those, those are the two we presented to the uh, district engineer. Okay. For their consideration. So I'll be glad to send those to you. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, and Mr. Chairman, if we could, I, I know that we had set, we we're trying to coordinate 
some shift schedules and and uh, and everybody's schedule as far as the commission meeting dates. We had sent out something about trying to do that March 30, 30th and 31st. But I think you're. Did you? I'll I think you indicate you're gone on, I'll be gone. on then. Yeah. So I wanted to see if, if while I had y'all together, um, if you had any ideas. And then I show. Got three calendars here, but I show on the interstate calendar. Right. <laughs> um, mm. That the next chance it probably comes up there. April. Would be towards. Yeah, it would be April. And so it's not running. It looks like a couple of open opportunities on the 6th or the 7th of April, Commissioner Frazier. I'm, I'm double-check me there. Oh, I'm on it. <laughs> I figured you had I'm it. On it. Or at that same time in April, which is that last week of April. So you're off on the 7th and 8th? That's, well, the 6th and the 7th. 6th and the 7th. That's correct. Either day's good for me in April. <laughs> we'll bring a cake. Right. And ice cream. <laughs> and ice cream. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> that sounds good. The six is not a good day for me. Unfortunately, I hate to even say that. It's good for yeah, sorry to put you through this process, but I did while I had y'all here. But you um, could attend on the seventh if we did it the seventh and the eighth. Uh, or the eighth, we're on day shift, mm -hmm. and Commissioner Jones and myself, uh, we're on the same schedule. Or really, oh, I had to fix that. As of right now. <clears throat> yeah, yeah as of right now. The thing we run into, um, the thing we run into the last part of April is budget presentations on the 26th, uh, ACCG, in fact, as I'm sure you're aware, <laughs> on the 28th and 29th. I didn't speak that in existence. So it gets tough. Maybe we'll shop it, and then I'll get Maria to touch base. Okay. Since we've got everybody's calendar, I don't want to keep you here all night looking at the calendar. Well, we can at least book the seventh, I guess. Um, the seventh will work. Okay. Yeah, that could be one day, haven't right. The seventh. Well, not you know. Um, so this is a little tedious. You before you've worked from like nine to one, but I, you know, if you wanted to do it for the day, an all day thing. You could have some late breakfast and lunch and but and work through it. I mean, I I think I think we'll make a lot of progress in one day if you want I to do can that. Do it. Can do the seventh. Let's just make the seventh all day. Let's do the seventh. Yeah. Uh huh. I appreciate y'all. Enjoy y'all change that. Mm -hmm. All right, March. No, ahead of time, they have to dedicate that time to. Uh, other thing to tell you that uh, I think has, has popped in here now is a couple of other things we're working on. Uh, one is uh, a water assistance program. That we just became aware of. In fact, I was with Miss Hamilton today at the Head Start project down there, which is just looking absolutely great. Yeah. Um, and we've received a paperwork now, the agreement to sign with the state of Georgia for our water system to be part of that. <coughs> Basically, would would help uh, low income uh, delinquent mm -hmm. folks on the water system. Uh, that could be a very quick thing for us to implement. We've already had a, a spin up call. With, with Therese and our staff. So I would look to bring that agreement to you the first part of March. 
for y'all to consider to do that. We can give you some more outline on it then at that time, which, which is great. So, right, Thank you. Just an FYI, <clears throat> that program has been offered to some of our municipalities, and so <laughs> some of our water customers heard about it and said, hey, why can't we get on that program? So, so we're working our way toward being a part of that, that, that network. network. All right. Mr. Brown. I'm, I'm reaching out. Uh, Feel free to reach out on any of these things. What about the deal with the Bradbury Park? Oh, as far as, yeah, so, uh, you know, sometime back, in fact, I apologize it has gotten kind of away from us all, but uh, we, the board named the Briar Bay Park for um, Mr. Henry Alford, mm -hmm. you remember. And so Commissioner Stevens got some information to us this week. We've run that up to uh, a company that does our plaques and stuff to see how long it would take, and we're waiting on that. We sent them that yesterday. Uh, but when we get that date back, that the plaque may be ready. Um, we would maybe at the next meeting look to set a, a date, if that's okay, because we'll certainly have it by then. Good. Okay. And we'll know the date. Oh, right, you want to coordinate with the family. Absolutely. Did you mention anything about the Sam Harris, Jim? Or you? Uh, I can tell you. I didn't no, mention I, it. I'm just yes, sir, I got the status on here. Uh, so um, on the Sam Harris, Jim, we submitted plans for uh, soil erosion control review. We got those notes back yesterday. There were, there were none that were real significant, just some things that need to be added to the plan documents. Uh, those changes are ongoing this week and next week. We'll resubmit, uh, and we should be pretty good to go out you know, uh, for bids on that or proposals on that in, in March. Should be a lot happening in March. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ooh, we got a lot going on. A lot going on in March. There's a lot. There's a good bit going on. Everywhere. 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 This helps. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> this is in print. Yeah, it helps us track stuff, too. Yeah. I've been busy. It helps us track stuff. In print. Keep Mr. Joseph busy. All right. Anything else for the good of the order? <laughs> oh, Mr. Good timing. Yes, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I thought I was going to mention about our uh, disaster yeah, relief project that we're working on. We're probably going to close it out about the middle of next month. So if anyone has any items that they want to contribute, uh, you can drop it off at the sheriff's office or the fire station or any EMS station. I'm getting a little older. Can you remind me? Cause I, got, I got something for you. Okay. Um, I mean, you're retired. I mean, you got time on your hands. Was that water just, pampers? Just, just water pampers. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, I got an ACCG, but, but Maria has this uh, ACCG and the conference survey that's at our stations to complete right. and give back yep. to her. You can do it online, but it's. She has mine already. She, she did it. She's so efficient. My, our ACCG friend would appreciate me reemphasizing this. <laughs> uh, there's a very tight window there, so once that window opens, she she really needs all those in hand because that window will close tightly. Not really because they want to close tightly, because those places will book up. Yeah. Uh, so you know, become very difficult in Savannah all, all the time, but especially during that time, if you'll, if you'll let her know what you want to do, especially on the hotels. Okay. Good. All right. We'll take care of it. All right. Um, we talked about the walk on Saturday. That's all I have that's up and coming. Uh, all right. Chair, take a motion to adjourn. A move. Second. Second. All in favor? Uh, we are adjourned.